what are we doing to making sure that we are able to keep the conversation at an aligned level where everybody knows where we're going, the goals are super clear, super understood, and what are we doing proactively to making sure that we don't get into the how. We're always mm-hmm. on the highly aligned part of the organization. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Wednesday, so this is our hashtag one thing episode. Sangram and I discuss various topics that are applicable to you and our community, like personal development, trends in the marketplace, big wins, big mistakes, and more. Here we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Flip My Funnel podcast. My name is James Carberry. I'm one of the producers of the show. I'm joined, as always, by Sangram Vajray. Sangram, how are you? As always, man, with you, fired up, pumped, really going through the seven aspects of Netflix culture. So this is episode two or series yeah. two. Yeah, it's, a, it's the second episode in a in a series that we're doing on the Netflix culture code. And if you haven't gone back and listened to last Wednesday's episode, I would highly recommend you go back and listen to that one. We talked through kind of all seven of the values inside of Netflix's culture code. And this week, we're actually going to be talking about uh, the one that is uh, is titled Highly Aligned, Loosely Coupled. Talk to us about why this was one of the values that you wanted to highlight in this series, Singer. You know, this is... I think I'm learning about this as we are growing uh, as a company and you know, as, as companies scale, we totally get into this idea of what's going on, where we are, and we constantly, the communication when you are a 10 people, 15 people company is very easy. And, and that probably relates to teams that are smaller. Let's say you have a five people, three people, 10 people team. Your communication is solid because you're just bending over backwards and say, hey, you know, can we do that? Like, what do you think about this idea? And the conversations are, the decision making is done sooner, faster, and you just feel more aligned just because we have few to work with. And as the company grows, you all of a sudden feel like, oh man, we are constantly talking about stuff or constantly not knowing what's happening and things are breaking and small thing breaks, but it feels like fire. So things that happen that just have a much bigger impact, even though they shouldn't. And that all comes down to communication. So I think this, one of the aspects of their value system where last time we talked about context, not control, as much as that was super important and for people to go listen to, I think this one is really where the rubber meets the road and and what's probably happening in almost every organization of some size. Mm, I love it. And so so in in here we're we're gonna be talking about three models of corporate teamwork. And and so you've got the the first model being the tightly coupled monolith. You've got the second one being independent silos. The third one is highly aligned, loosely coupled, which is obviously the the goal and what what we're going to be talking about a lot. But I want to I want to talk a little bit about what those other two are before we dive in deep on what Netflix has has chosen to be for for their model of of corporate teamwork. Obviously, the highly aligned, loosely coupled model. But do you want to explain to us what what is this tightly coupled monolith? And then we'll talk about the independent silo before we dive into the third one. Oh, love to, love to. And again, all of this, they, I mean, this is what I love about their culture deck. They have explained not only what to do, going back to their transparency in the, in the final output and result of it, but how they got to it. So 
all of these notes that we're about to go through are are very well like, outlined in the deck. So they explained like, hey, look, these are the three different models and we chose to be like this. So people have context. So they're literally following their own principles. So I love that. So from a t- tightly coupled, as you can imagine, that just means that the senior management is reviewing and approval nearly all tactics, not just strategy, but tactics. And we're an organization or a team that does that where everyone on the senior team, they want to see, oh, I want to see a spreadsheet with everything completely checked and, and I want to know who exactly what it is. Well, if you're doing that as a senior leader, then you know there's trust that's broken down and you are a very tightly coupled organization. That again, in a very, very, very small team may work, but as, as you go through it, it, it's just going to break down silos and break people because that, in their mind, mavericks and people who are innovators in the company, people who want to think outside the box, they will be crippled and they will get exhausted in it and they would not be able to innovate because everything seems to be so highly coordinated through centralization, makes it slow and slowness increases with size. So you become more and more lethargic as an organization or a team and to them tightly coupled is really making sure it gets you to a point where there are lots of department and they need a lot of buy-in across the board and you get into this endless cycles of meetings and nobody is happy in a tightly yeah. coupled organization. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. So if that's what tightly coupled organizations look like, let's talk about independent silos before we dive into the third one where we hopefully all want to be. Yeah, well, so independent silos is almost the opposite of it. It's almost like each group is working on their own objectives with little to no coordination. So not only there is no strategic alignment around where they want to go, but there's also no uh, no ongoing communication of like what's happening. And so everybody make, kind of becomes more of a wondering like what's going on with that function and this function. It requires, and, and this is where a ton of crazy stuff happens. And we all know in organizations or teams that happen where, where it's the coordination suffers and there's suspicion, which means the trust kind of breaks down at almost all levels. And a lot of people are just more wondering what's going on as opposed to doing stuff. And, and again, it, it, you know, an example of that is that it, it, it works well. It works well when areas are completely independent. So, for example, if you're part of GE, it might make perfect sense because aircraft engines and Universal Studios <laughs> doesn't, doesn't have anything in common. They don't need no. to be doing the same thing or going through the same creative process. So it makes sense for them to be independent. So as business units, it makes sense. But if you are part of the same team, and for as an organization, then it will not work. So I thought that was really interesting as they yeah. pointed out, look, this actually might work and it does work in organizations, but, but they're just so different. Got it. So, so the, the perfect kind of combo between those two, between independent silos and the tightly coupled monolith is to have you know, this highly aligned but loosely coupled model. And this is the model Netflix has chosen to use. Talk through, and let, let's talk through both of these, the, the highly aligned piece and the loosely coupled piece to give people a really good idea of what Netflix is doing. And and I, I think give us all a, a really great model of what we can be striving for in our organization as well. Absolutely. So let's go through the highly aligned. Um, so there are three points in highly aligned. Number one, strategy and goals are super clear. They're very specific and broadly understood. And this is super, super important. Like they're not taking the time to get consensus with the entire organization about everything. And we talked about that 
in the last episode because it only makes sense to get consensus from everybody in the organization on what pizza or what beer you're going to have. Like outside of that, they these organizations that are growing and moving so fast, they just can't, they don't, they cannot afford to have consensus in the entire organization. They have to have consensus on the strategy and the goals, but not on the how. So, mm-hmm. so I think they, they made it very clear. Second part is that the team interactions are on strategy and goals rather than, than tactics. So nobody at the strategic level gets in, in, into the tactics. They, comp- they rely on hiring amazing people who know the how, but not mm-hmm. necessarily telling them what to do. They are there to make sure that, okay, we are all understand the strategy. We all understand the goals. Let's go. So I thought that was really good. I mean, if you think about Netflix shouldn't be even in the business, given how much transformation has happened in the whole streaming world, but they continue to evolve from taking Blockbuster out of business and and become a streaming company to not just streaming company, but now a media company. So you can imagine these kind of interactions are really, really important and they have to out-innovate themselves every time. You said something there saying that I thought was so crucial in that the leaders aren't necessarily focused on the tactics because they've hired great people that are are, are actually much better at the tactics even the, than they are. And so by putting the right people in the right seats on the bus, I think you don't have to worry about like the granularity of the tactics being done with excellence if you've hired the right people. And so I love that you mentioned that. And, and that's something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And and as soon as you mentioned that, I thought, man, that needs to be reiterated is that you as the leader, if if you are highly focused on getting the right people into the right seats on the bus, then that's just not going to be something you should have to worry about. And if you find yourself constantly worrying if, if someone is doing the tactical things right, then it's it's indicative of of you probably not putting the right person in the right seat. Amen to that, man. So I think this is going to make even more sense to you and hopefully to the listeners is this whole idea of like, well, what is loosely coupled, right? Like if if highly aligned is about being very clear and specific and broadly understand strategy, making sure team interactions are on strategy and goals, not tactics. And the investment from the management team is is more articulating and making sure it's very, very much at that level. What is loosely coupled look like? And, and I think this is where it got me. It's it, like, man, this makes thousand percent set. So this is beautiful. They talked about the fact that in a loosely coupled organization that is highly aligned, not just loosely coupled, because that would be just not good. It needs to be highly aligned and and loosely coupled. What they meant was the cross-functional meetings are minimal. And if they happen, they are all around aligning with the strategic highly aligned. So they're always going back to, well, what is our goal? Where are we going? What is our strategy? If we are aligned on that, then let everybody do the, the thing that they're hired for. They don't keep going and dwelling on the strategy. The strategy is set. The second they talked about was the trust. And and this is, I, I feel like this is at the heart of this whole thing, is that trust between groups on tactics without previewing or approving each one, you know, the groups can move fast. And and if you think about companies like Netflix or high growth companies, you know, like, like Terminus and others, man, we, we can't, we, we don't have the luxury to wait on everybody. And we don't have the luxury to, oh, let's just get every single team on every single page. No, Product team needs to innovate, come up with stuff. Marketing needs to be aligned. Sales need to be enabled. Go like it's 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 like fireworks everywhere. Mm-hmm. So we can't afford to not have a trusting relationship in our organization and knowing that things are going to break, things yeah. are going to fail. They're not going to be perfect. 
knowing that those all, making sure that the organization understands that, that it's not going to be perfect, I think is such a critical part of loosely coupled organization. I love it. I love it. Sangram, as we kind of put a bow on this episode in talking about the different uh, the different types of three models, really, of corporate teamwork. What's your challenge to to the folks listening? So, I mean, this obviously is not easy, <laughs> and it, it's not something that you know we can just do it either. It's a, it's it's a it's a really hard work from anybody in the organization. So, in the control versus context conversation that we had last time, our big idea from this deck from Netflix was really around that every time you as a leader fail, you as a leader should feel like you're failing if something is not happening right on your team and not pointing to your team as the failure, but you as a failure, because you probably for not didn't do a good job of setting the context. And that was a big epiphany for both of us is like, okay, question to ask ourselves is, what context did I not set well for this person not to execute well on this initiative? What did, what, went wrong in setting up the context. Similarly, in a loosely coupled but highly aligned organization, I guess the question that what I would want everybody to ask themselves is that what are we doing to make sure that we're never going into the weeds of what and how and Mm -hmm. exactly the checklist and the to-do list? What are we doing to making sure that we are able to keep the conversation at an aligned level where everybody knows where we're going the goals are super clear, super understood. And what are we doing proactively to making sure that we don't get into the how? We're always mm-hmm. on the highly aligned part of the organization because if that doesn't work, then it's an endless cycle of conversations that would never get to a point and you're trying to find consensus on things that may not already be aligned. And that is mm-hmm. a, a really a telltale time. So, so find out where you are in this a highly aligned and loosely coupled chart in, in your own organization. I love it. I love it. Sangram, this has been fantastic. Stoked to dive into part three of this series next week. If you're listening to this and you haven't already left a review on Apple Podcasts, that would be incredibly beneficial for us. It, it helps get the show really more organic reach within iTunes, which is a, a big way that we find you know more and more listeners and, and hopefully add value to more and more people. So if you haven't already done that, please go do that. And until next week, thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.